superpowers on the Super Power Up Podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers Podcast show. I'm your host, Tatiana Berenday, and today I have with me a really, really lovely woman, lovely spirit, Stephanie Lee, and we're going to be talking about a fun way that Stephanie has developed to help improve relationships. So Stephanie Lee is a master's level therapist and lifestyle mastery relationship expert. She loves helping people with self-discovery and transformation in various areas of life, but her passion is relationships. Having been an editor, writer, and contributor for several books and magazines, she loves to share her gift of writing with the world. And she's going to tell us some point about an upcoming book that she has. Stephanie has also created the popular conversation starter card game for women and couples called Sip and Share, a fun way to be nosy. She's set to launch her relationship book this year. Stephanie and her family reside in sunny Palm Beach, Florida, and I'm really excited to have you here with us today, Stephanie. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with with our mainstay question. I love this question. Stephanie, can you tell us what your superpowers are? Wow, that is an awesome question. Isn't it good? Um, that's great. It's, you know what's funny about that? It's like it automatically makes you believe that you do have a superpower. So now I know. For it. <laughs> I know. Um, off the top of my head, I'd have to say my superpower is um, the way that I'm able to connect with others. I feel like everyone can connect with people um, or has the the capability to connect with people. But I just find that um, the way that I've always been able to connect with, you know, man, woman, young, old, no matter what profession, whatever background um, and disarm them in a way that creates the environment for a healthy and authentic conversation um, I think that is my superpower and I don't even know that I'm doing it. So I think mm. that that's more why that's so amazing to me. Cause I feel like it's a God given gift. Mm-hmm. I think the, the true superpowers are right. That's really beautiful being able to bring someone into that space with you. Yeah. It's a, it's a real hallmark of someone who's a true healer, I think. Um, so I really want to talk more about this game because you are the first person who I've ever met who's created a game like this. And I think it's totally awesome. And I think where the timing is ripe for it, you know, we, we live in a culture that's very gamified. People are always looking for something fun to do with their friends or like you mentioned, you've used it for a ladies night out. I, I'm so bummed that I didn't get the opportunity to play the game when we met each other um, recently, but I want to hear more about sort of like the evolution of it. How did it come about and and what is it for our listeners who are like, what are you talking about game? I have no idea what this is. Okay. Um, Well, the game is called sip and share a fun way to be nosy. And where that came from is I have been playing, you know, card games with friends and family for a while now, the, I think the last few years um, has shown the trend of card games coming back. Um, and I'm old school at my soul. Um, some of this, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not really that old, but like, I really value some of the old school things. And I think that we're hitting a point in society where even though in some elements, um, you know, the farther we push technology, the more amazing it is. I think there's a little bit of pushback nowadays where mm-hmm. people are, you know, thirsty for the nineties, you know, they're thirsty for something that's reminiscent of things less saturated than they are. So mm-hmm. as I started, um, playing these games and having fun, I really don't even remember when it came to me to start, um, creating the game, but I just started jotting down questions. Um, because I started thinking about the importance of having conversations that we don't want to have and how um, playing these games, we end up having those conversations unknowingly. So for me as the therapist and somebody who's always working with people, um, I find that there are a lot of people who really are interested and they're, you know, self-directed um, and, and seeking, you know, help in that way. But you know, as far as we've come as a society, we still are very limited in our thinking and there's still a negative, you know, connotation with talking to a life coach or talking to a therapist or going to a psychologist or whatever the case may be. Everybody's kind of pointing the finger. So I, in a very sneaky way, kind of sprinkled, <laughs> you know, sprinkled sugar on medicine. I, um, I created this card game that um, has it has questions from four categories. There aren't categories in the game, but in my mind, I created these four categories of relationships, sex, um, career, and life in general to give it um, a great array of questions. Some of them are super, super fun. And then some of them are a little more serious. But what I wanted to create was the opportunity for breakthrough on the other end of a question that you didn't know you needed and that you didn't know you had. So most of the time people are closed off, even if they come see a therapist or come see a life coach, because I've had that experience where people come and they're kind of like, fix me, or they kind of try to size you up to see what Mm -hmm. you're. And so when we're playing a game with our friends or with our spouses, we're, we're having fun. You know, the, the name of the game is sip and share. I've had people do it with wine and brunch. I've had somebody do it with a tea where they created all of these different teas and had a tea party and they did it that way. So people are in a space where they're open, they're ready to receive, they're ready to give and bam, you know, here's a little bit of medicine sprinkled in sugar and people really have a good time playing this game. Um, and it opens up the opportunity for conversation and more meaningful, meaningful relationships. And you can do this with somebody you've known forever. The, that's the beauty of it because we're, we're seeing each other all the time, but we're not having conversations. We're seemingly connected mm-hmm. to people online. Um, but we're ignoring the people right in front of us. Right. So, or it's like, Oh, I saw that I saw on Facebook that you and your family had went on this trip and like, but you have no, no relationship to their internal experience of what it might have been. Exactly. So to me, it, it opens up the door to deepen current relationships or create new ones. I had a woman who purchased the game, uh, probably a month and a half ago. And she reached out to me and she said, you know, I just want to let you know my experience. I had, um, I was going through issues of trying to get pregnant and, of course, you know, you know, you're not alone, but nobody's really walking around talking about that. So she had been going through that for a while. And she said that she played the game with three other um, friends 
two of which she like wasn't as close to, but you know, they were kind of friends. So they're playing this game. And she said that there, there's a question that kind of uh, is geared towards that um, in the game. And she said that, you know, when that question came up, she got very emotional and unbeknownst to her, one of the ladies in the group kind of chimed in and said, she, you know, understood what she was going through because she was going through the same thing as well. And so they were able to bond in such an extraordinary way through that and create this understanding of I'm not alone and I, I'm actually seeing and touching the person who relates to me. Mm. And she said that that was a really beautiful um, and emotional experience for her. So that was, I mean, when she told me that I was literally, I had chills because that that is the bigger picture of why I created the game to have that type of breakthrough. That wasn't what she was looking for, but that's what she got. So mm you know, there's a lot that can come with, with this. Would you say that for like someone who might be listening, who maybe does some of this deeper emotional work on themselves, but has a hard time relating to their family members, for example, would you say this could be a, a, an interesting game to play with your family or is it kind of a little too far out there to go to um, with family members? I think you can definitely play it with your family. Um, it depends, you know, first of all, if you're playing it with your family and it's everybody, I would take the sex questions out just because that's weird. <laughs> you know, that, that's like weird. I ask the sex question with my dad in the room. Right, um, right, right. But if I'm playing it with my sister and my cousin, I'm leaving mm-hmm. sex questions in, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, it's us, it's us girls or me and my mom. Um, I think it's definitely family appropriate when you take the sex questions out just because it's, you know, it, with the sex questions, it wasn't created, you know, for, for family. But sure. I think that there have been people who have played with their siblings who have played with their cousins and really, um, you know, one of the the buyers that I had um, said that, you know, she, she's known her cousin, obviously her whole life. And there was some things that she never, ever knew about her. So I think, Within reason, you can um, alter the game. Um, that's the beautiful thing about it. My mother-in-law actually purchased it, and she had some friends over. And she's she's an older woman. She's 75. And she said, we had a great time because we talked about a lot of stuff that we normally wouldn't talk about. Mm-hmm. But she also took the sex questions out, you know, because she was <laughs> like, we're 75. Like, we're not, we're not really talking about these things anymore. But it didn't alter her experience. Um, and she gifted several people the the card game as well. So the the beautiful thing about that is though it's created for who is created for, there's opportunity to alter it to make it fit. I love that. I love that. It sounds like such a fun game. I want to get I want to get myself a copy. Can you tell people, can you tell our listeners where they can go to find it? Yes, you can go to www.iamsuccessfullyme.com. Um, it's iamsuccessfullyme.com. I have a company called Successfully Me, and it's a lifestyle motivational transformational brand. And um, through that, I do sessions, and I'm creating a suite of products to take the fun back in self-development or, or create fun in self-development. So um, the I am is, is allowing people to take ownership in what their idea of being successful is. So that's, that's where that whole thing comes from. So it's, I am successfully me.com. Beautiful. I love it. So go out there and get a copy of this sip and share game. Sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm very curious to see what, 
what kind of questions are inside of this. We've been talking, uh, we're going to go to a quick break and then we're, we're going to come back and we're going to dive deeper. I want to hear more just about the nature of your work and more about this book that you mentioned um, when we get back. But we've been talking about a fun way to improve relationships with Stephanie Lee. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. All right, and we're back. So tell, tell me about the book. Okay. I want to, I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super excited about this book. Um, I sometimes get the best um I sometimes get the the best ideas in um driving. So sometimes mm-hmm. I just get on the road yeah. and I just road and I kind of just, you know, turn off the radio, turn everything off and just get in the zone. And for some reason, and I really don't remember, but it kind of doesn't matter because I think everything that happens is meant to be and it, it will find its way to you. So for some reason, I had this idea to write a book called Successfully Single. Um, however, it's a play on words um, because successfully single is geared towards the single woman who desires to be in a relationship. Um, and she struggles to be in a relationship for whatever reason it could be, you know, timing, it could be her own character defects and she doesn't know why. And, and where I got this idea from was, um, all the conversations that me and my friends have and all the conversations that you see online and relationships are huge. That's why I say they're the foundation of everything. Um, it's not about money. It's not about what you do for a living. Um, it's about your relationship. And then you create your energy through that. And then you give to the things that you do for a living. You give to money, you give whatever. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to write this book called successfully single choice or destiny. And the play on words is that you're so successful at being single that you block yourself from being in relationships. Now, that is a really hard pill to swallow for a lot of people mm-hmm. um, because, you know, it's kind of like, I don't want to say that it's me, you know, um, I want to say, well, it's, it's him and it's him and it's him, you know, it's not me. Um, so what I did was I created, um, it's a two part book and I created um, seven avatars and I gave you a snapshot of each one of their lives. So my desire is that when the reader is reading it, they automatically can connect to her in a way where, okay, that's me or, oh my God, that reminds me of my friend, Jen. Um, And then part two takes you to um, a conference where my character, which is actually me in the book, um, interacts with each character and you also get to see them lightly interact with each other. 
And I dictated part two because I wanted it to sound exactly like me. Um, but I wanted to take a spin on self-help. You know, there's a lot of self-help books out there. And I think, you know, you know, I think been there, done that with a lot of them. Um, you know, I think people are wanting something that's a little less, number one, you know, jot down your goals. Like all right. of those things, all of those things yeah. are great. You know, like I definitely did a vision board. I believe in all of those, but I think people want something else. So I designed the book about, uh, around it being like a self-help narrative where the reader can get lost so that they're not defensive so that they're like, wow. Cause it's like, if you watch a movie, you know, the character might remind you of you, but if, if it's really interesting, you don't care. You watch that movie and you probably watch it several times. So I designed it to where eventually, because my desire is that it goes to become a movie or a TV show or some sort of series, I designed it to where it could transition into that so that people are really um, allowing themselves to be open because they are kind of consumed with the entertainment of it. So it's like edutainment almost. Very interesting. I'm really, I'm really intrigued to, to read it. Cause I think you're right. There's a, there's a lot of self-help books out there. Um, and it's a very catchy title. Thank you. Yeah. You've definitely, you've, you've piqued my interest. I mean, it, it wouldn't be necessarily applicable for me in my life, but I know a number of people for whom it would be. Um, and how, so how, is this like the majority of the clients that come to work with you then that you have found are sort of in this successfully single space of, of keeping the relationship that they want at bay by being so in very good at being single? Um, it's not the majority. I would just say that, you know, I've had some clients like that. It's definitely not the majority. I think it's, where, where it comes from for me is just the conversations that I've had with so many friends, the conversations that I see constantly going on on social media, the desire for something that is like within reach, but maybe people can't see how they get in the way of it. I definitely believe that relationships are God's timing. Like, you know, it's not to me, it's not necessarily what's wrong with you. It's kind of like, how can I make myself better and position myself to receive who is meant for me at the right time. Cause I've known my husband, you know, since college. So we're talking about like 12 years ago, I met him mm -hmm. and we got married in May. So we've been married for seven months. So the timing is, is really important. It, you know, I don't want people to read this book and say, Oh, well, this is what's wrong with me. But I do want you to read it and say, wow, um, she reminds me of me or, you know, say, if you read a character and you're like, oh, this is what's getting in her way. I do want it to subconsciously start jogging the desire for people to do um, better in who they are and, and becoming someone that could engage in a fruitful relationship. Because um, at some point, you have to kind of think about maybe what's getting in the way. And sometimes you yeah. see people, they do very glaring, unattractive things. And, and you're like, wow, you know, that would not be um, lending itself to a long-term relationship. Um, but it's also very soft spot, you know, and I've been there before where I could list all my positive qualities and I couldn't see areas where I needed to grow. You know, it's a very hard thing for us women to talk about. We can talk about, you know, why we would make the perfect wife or the perfect girlfriend, but like, we're not really good at hearing 
what's in the way. You know, like men can have those type of conversations and go play basketball afterwards. Us, you know, we don't do <laughs> we don't do well with that. So um, it just comes from what's going on in the world and the need for um, that connection. I actually am a huge fan of Married at First Sight. I actually did my first recap video um, yesterday on it. Um, I don't know if you know about that show, Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. I don't have a TV. I live in the middle of the woods. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Married at First Sight is a show where people go through like extensive psychological and sociological testing, then interviews with experts to eventually be paired up to be married. And oh. they, yeah, and um, three couples are chosen each season. And they the first time that they meet is at the altar. And it is a legal wow. body marriage. Yeah. And they go through, you know, the honeymoon, all the phases of a marriage, but accelerated obviously, cause it's like six to eight weeks. And then at the end of the six or eight weeks, they then decide if they want to actually, you know, stay together and then really create something, just the two of them based on being matched. Um, cause this comes from, you know, people who've been dating for a long time or just hasn't had success in relationships and are willing to allow somebody else who may see something that they can't see to fix them up. And people are so in desire of being with someone and creating a fruitful partnership that they're willing to do that. So that lets you know the significance of relationships and the significance of how bad we want it. Yeah, where we're at as a culture, for sure. Yeah. So I, this is just like my gift, you know, if you, if you get something out of it, get something out of it, it may not be for you, but it still might be entertaining and, and it might be helpful for somebody else. Like I could see, um, you know, you reading it and you being married and saying, man, that was good. And you know what? Like, I'm going to gift that to my friend, you know, Tiffany, like, Um, you know what I'm saying? Because you just never know. So that is so I'm like, I'm stuck on this whole that people are doing arranged marriages in the States. Yeah. And, and yeah. That's basically what it is, right? That's like it arranged, is. arranged marriage back in the day in India. Well, they still do it, I think, in some places. But it's uh, 100% arranged. Yep. Wow. Yeah. We have this deep need for connection. Now, I want to ask you just uh, like on a personal note. Mm-hmm what your take is. Cause I, I definitely, I mean, I see that deep need for connection. Obviously I run a show called sex, love and superpowers. Like I know that this is we're we're, we're searching for, for intimacy in a lot of different ways. And, you know, sort of what I've come out of that is fundamentally, you've got to have that level of intimacy, not just physical, but like you got to be real with yourself and you gotta, you gotta have a connection with, with your source and with your heart and with your soul. Um, what's your take on that? I completely agree. Um, with the book and, and really even with the cards, to me, it all comes back to self. So it's never about the other person. It's never about who you're playing the game with. It's never about why I can't be in a relationship with so-and-so. To me, the best relationship is the one that you have with yourself. And the way that you treat yourself will be demonstrated in the way that you interact with others and the way you allow them to interact with you. So I think the entire component, and even as I build these characters, what will be a resounding theme is focusing on themselves. 
because that's the thing that you can control and everything else is stemmed from that. If I don't love myself, excuse me, if I don't love myself or if I'm not treating myself well, or if I don't feel deserving, my choices will come from that. Mm -hmm. So greatest form of intimacy is with yourself. Even Mm -hmm. when you're married, you know, like people have a twisted that this other, it's beautiful to say this person completes me. And in some ways they may, but you, you need to complete yourself because you'll actually, you'll, you'll, you'll pour into them hoping that they fill you and you'll just be empty. So the, the intimacy and the desire for increased understanding of self is most important. And that's what it comes back to. You know, like I, even with this book, when I was talking to somebody about it, they're like, well, is it like matchmaking? And I was like, no, I like, I don't even promise you a relationship at the end of this book. Like that's, that's not what it's about. That's not what I do. I, I don't control that. Um, but what we can control is the changes that you can make in your life, in your perspective, in your mind, and in your awareness. You know, I really appreciate your, um, your willingness to be real and honest about that. I think a lot of times we like with, with marketing and stuff and you'd be like, Oh yes, at the end of this, you know, like 12 easy steps to the relationship of your dreams. But it's like, let's get real here, people. (laughs) This actually has nothing to do with the other person or what you think that they're going to give you in your life. This has everything to do with you being completely, completely willing to be, um, to be with yourself, you know? And it's from that place. Like I know when I met my husband, I was, not looking for a relationship. I was so solid in myself. I was like Miss Empowered Woman. Like I didn't need any anybody, anything in my life to complete me. And that's when I met my husband. Exactly. And that's when he that's when you are ready to receive him. That's Other right. have been sucked in. Me too. I, I've known my husband for a very long time. And of course, like because we dated on and off and we knew each other in college. And then you have transitions in life where somebody moves, they get a job somewhere else, etc. But we've always kept in touch. But when I look back at the times that I really wanted to be married and, oh my God, it would have been the worst thing ever. (laughs) So, you know, thank God that didn't happen when I thought it needed to, and it Mm -hmm. happened when it should have. So that's really important. You know, I, I, I think authenticity, especially when you are in a position to influence people, like that matters more than your products. Like you can have the cure. And if you look like a liar, nobody cares. Like. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so, I think people are more awake than we give them credit for. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean that's definitely like we, that's what we're in the study of here at, at Superpower Experts. You know, it's just like we all have them. We we ask that question because we know that we all have them. We all have superpowers. We're all aware and awake, and and we can see each other. You know, I think I think people who are operating in the the mis it's it's really a a misunderstanding and a and a false belief at this point to think that you can present yourself as something that you're not and people aren't going to see it. Well, people aren't giving enough credit to energy. Like, yes. you know, <clears throat> there's something that speaks for you even when you're not saying anything. Yeah. So to me, I don't even I don't care what you say and I don't care what you do. Like it's not enough for me especially as I mature and I really understand the power of picking up on people's energy Mm -hmm. and picking up on my and respecting my intuition. That's another Mm -hmm. thing. You know, it's there. We say it all the time, but sometimes your intuition tells you something you don't want to hear. And when you're not mature enough to receive it, 
you don't respect it. And, and so you ignore it. And so when you, you mature and you understand the power and the strength of your intuition and picking up one energy, you respect that. And so, you know, that takes you so far <clears throat> and that will say, you know, it doesn't matter if I say, Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. If you can't, if I'm not showing that in my energy, it doesn't matter. I could do a cartwheel and you'd be like, she doesn't want to be here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I'm actually uh, in the process of developing a nonverbal communication course for Ooh. that purpose. Cause I think that if we start naming it, we're going to start seeing it more, you know, so people are aware they, they have those intuitive hits. I think the reason why they don't pay attention to them is because they're not taught that that's a language. Agreed. It's not, it's not called out as such. And so it's like, Oh, that's just like this pesky feeling or like some crazy voice in my head or whatever, you know, it's not real because it doesn't have a, a solid name and a real like map. And it sounds to me like with your book, what you're, what you're laying out is really a map for people of how to go from kind of stuck in, in thinking you've got it all, but wanting something that, that you don't, that you aren't letting in to, to a, a way to, to be a greater peace with oneself. But that's what it sounds like to me, like what you have, what you're sitting on this book. Absolutely. That is definitely my goal. And it's, it's always easier to see it through the eyes of someone else when you're not ready. And I think most people aren't necessarily ready. Um, and so if I present you with something that mimics you or mimics something you know or triggers something in you and it's entertaining, well, you can look at that and you'd be like, oh my God, this, why is this girl do? You know, we all do it where we read a book and we, talk back to the book like why is this happening they should have done or we watch a show and we're yelling at the tv because we <laughs> know what they should be doing mm-hmm. that is hopes that you know somebody is yelling at the book like god she's you know she's such an idiot why did she do that and then it's kind of like oh my god i just did that like i do that you know like what does that say about me you know mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the experience so that it's not something that people completely ward off I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm happy to know that you exist in the world and that you're doing this work and, and all of the ways that, that we can get in touch with you and get in touch with your work and this beautiful message that, that you're bringing forward. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been a, a real pleasure to get to know you like this. And for those of you who, whose interest has been piqued by, by Stephanie's work, by whom you want to go find the cards, you want to learn more about her book. When, when do you plan to have this book released? You think? So <clears throat> what I'm going to do is I am releasing the full book in June. Okay. Um, however, I'm going to drip pieces of the book starting um, next month, starting February 13th uh, on the blog portion of my website, um, IamSuccessfullyMe.com. I'm going to start dripping pieces of the book as a teaser um, up until the actual book release, and then people will be able to buy the full book. Beautiful. So, beautiful. Yep. So you can find out more about Stephanie, about the cards. You can buy the cards. You can find out more about the book at IamSuccessfullyMe.com. Um, thank you so much for being here with us today, Stephanie. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to add this, this podcast has such a, a calm and inviting spirit mm-hmm. for those 
you know, are listening, it's, I mean, it's so easy to converse with you and you definitely make me feel so welcome. So this was a great way to start the year and start the day. Thank you so much. What a, what a beautiful thing to hear and I receive it. Thank you. You're um, welcome. For our listeners, I love you so much. Thank you for being you. And until next time, go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply. Many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.